When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to Why Do You Think You've Got No Friends? My name is Emily Lang. I'm an actress, writer, singer, codependent, addict and a recovering everything. And this is the Rock Bottom Podcast where we discuss the white knuckle moments when we thought it was over and how we clawed our way back to sanity and light from the absolute pits of despair. So this is one that is incredibly familiar to me, a regular bedfellow, ironically. Today I'm talking about heartbreak. I wish very deeply that I was not such an expert on this subject. It's part and parcel of being a love addict though, a trauma survivor, an empath, a codependent, borderline, or basically any person who has the ability to feel. One, two, or all of these combined and glued together like cookie dough are the perfect components for experiencing the soul-crushing enigma known as heartbreak. If you've been there, you'll get this. If you're in it, I am so sorry and I feel your pain. If you don't know what I'm on about, man, I envy you. (laughs) Now, I experience heartbreak on an almost catastrophic level. Living with CPTSD and being a womb twin survivor, among other things, means that my fear of abandonment and the almost dehumanizing levels of pain that engulf me when it happens leave me completely debilitated and pretty catatonic. That's another one for my hinge profile. (laughs) So if you're going through it, I feel you and you are not alone in this. I felt it. I've done it. I know it. I nearly died and I'm still here. You can get through this. Advice part one, try not to drink your way through it. I've done that in the past, shocker, and it doesn't help anything. 
it's temporarily distracting and then everything comes skipping merrily back hand in hand with nausea and a massive headache. I'm not saying you have to go stone cold sober like I did. Just try not to find yourself rolling over in bed at 3am looking for the nearest bottle. Unfortunately, with these things, the only way out is through. And by distracting, you are prolonging. Or bottling, if you want a good alcohol pun. (laughs) It's just going to draw the process out. Advice part two. Eat when you can, sleep when you can, move when you can. I think there should be some kind of sick leave for heartbreak because it completely decimates your ability to manage your baseline needs. I've spent days completely immobile, not eating, drifting in and out of disturbed sleep. My friend had to physically put me in the shower. You find yourself in a situation where you basically feel like you are dying a slow death and you're having to fight it with zero energy. One of my dearest friends, the one who put me in the shower, wrote me a letter while I was in rehab. In it, he said... Watching you battle your demons on next to no sustenance was truly biblical. And I fucking love that. Because the strength it takes to get through a painful heartbreak is obscene. And having that acknowledged is so validating. Grab the moments of peace and use them to nourish yourself in some way. It will really help you when the next wave of orcs appears on the horizon and you have to prepare yourself for battle again. Advice part three. Cry. Cry, 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 cry. (laughs) Wail if you have to. Screw the neighbors, you can explain later. I see things on Instagram like cry once and move on. Fuck that. If you need to cry, then do it. Expel that energy, release it into the ether. Don't let Western niceties get in the way of your need to vanquish these demons. Get rid of it. You're in pain, physical burning, torturous pain. It's violent. If you were having an appendectomy on a kitchen table with zero anesthetic, no one would expect you to stay silent. It burns. I really sound like I'm standing on a soapbox right now, but I am so passionate about this. Don't underestimate this pain. Do what you've got to do. Allow yourself to be in free flow when life lets you. Although I'd advise not rebounding immediately and sleeping with someone else. I've done that. Shocker again. (laughs) I burst into tears in the middle of it. Definitely one for the memoirs. Sleep is really difficult. Often you're plagued by dreams. It never happened. You're back together. They're here and it's so visceral. Their smell, their touch, their voice, everything. And you wake up confused and then the reality dawns with excruciating clarity. Everything is a reminder. The last time I used this shampoo, we were together. The last time I chopped garlic. How can I ever use this vibrator solo again when it belonged to us? (laughs) This does get easier, but things linger. I still struggle with hearing the theme tune to University Challenge. My advice is, surround yourself with friends who are supportive and willing to hold your hand during the storm. My two best friends literally worked in shifts. (laughs) In time, new memories will be created and you won't be living with the ghosts of your relationship every time you take a shower or make pesto. Advice part four, forgive yourself. If you're anything like me, being dumped is akin to being strapped to a floating door and tossed into shark-infested waters. The fear, the pain, the confusion, the helplessness, you're in survival mode. Forgive yourself for the things that you did there. 
if you're feeling embarrassed about your reaction and you're shaming yourself, I have literally wrapped myself around men's legs and begged them, begged them to stay. Desperation and paralyzing fear makes you do weird things. If you feel like you've debased yourself and you are humiliated, I've done it too. In epic proportions. There are more than a few people out there who think I'm nuts. Although, I will quickly segue to another point here. Beware, beware, beware the person who calls their ex crazy. I have a couple of exes who were very abusive. I don't even refer to them as insane or crazy. They are deeply troubled and unwell. Wow, I can't wait to do the abuse episode. There is a German word for heartbreak. Liebeskummer. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Liebe, meaning love, and kuma, meaning grief. It's so much more specific than saying heartbreak, which almost sounds clinical. Liebeskummer, literally love, grief. Because remember, this is grief. You have lost someone. And I'm sure we're all familiar with the cycle. Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Each stage comes with frightening lucidity and only time will help peter them out until you finally settle on acceptance. Of course, with the natural non-linear journey of things, you'll find yourself waking up full of bargaining three months down the line. It makes absolutely no sense. Don't try and understand. Unfortunately, you just have to roll with it. One of the most painful parts of a breakup, especially if you're a little bit of a fantasy addict like I am, you have to part ways with the future you imagined for yourself and your partner. Suddenly, the days, weeks, months, years ahead that had been so recently filled with blissful, petal-throwing, field-frolicking, period drama love are now completely empty. Especially if this is a relationship in which you lost yourself. You can't see a future. It's terrifying. What happens now? How do I keep going? I am so lost. I can't even see myself. It's dark and terrible, but the fog will clear a little with time. Make plans when you can. Your future is yours and yours alone. It never belonged to them. Your life is not theirs. Take your future back. Advice part five. Just some practical things. Last time I spent weeks deep in the pits of Liebeskummer, <laughs> I did a few exercises that I found helpful. One, naming triggers. If you see, smell, hear, do something that reminds you of your ex, label it. Name what the trigger was, name why it's a trigger, name how you felt, name what you wanted to do, name what you actually did, and name how you felt afterwards. For example, someone is playing guitar. He played guitar. I felt like my skin was peeling off because I miss him playing guitar. I want to call him and beg for him to come back. Instead, I called a friend and we got frozen yogurt. So I felt more connected to other people and I utilized my taste sense. <laughs> it might seem stupid, but it helps, I promise. Practical thing number two, personify the pain or the emotion you're feeling. Find it inside your body. Where is it sitting? What does it feel like? Does it have a color, a texture, a temperature, a sound? Locate it, see it and harness it. When I feel the pain creep up on me, it usually looks like this. A razor-hot, bright red squashable thing bouncing around inside of my chest, making little pops as it hits the corners. 
There's also a fluttering baby pink silk that lives in there at the same time. It whistles lightly and it's cool to the touch. Sort of how I imagine the invisibility cloak might feel. This is a really useful tactic, trust me. Practical thing three. When the thoughts come at you, and flashbacks can take over in a way that makes everything unbelievably present, imagine yourself somewhere calm. Usually I'm lying in grass near a small waterfall and an apple orchard for some reason, don't ask me why. It's nighttime and the stars are beautiful. The thoughts are there with me and I imagine them floating away like clouds. If the person is very present in your mind, imagine them being blown away with as much ferocity as you choose, depending on how you feel about them. Release the flashbacks into the universe. You are safe. You are in the present. Name the date and your location if it helps. What has happened before is not happening now. You are okay. This is a helpful tactic for trauma survivors as well. When your heart is broken, it can genuinely feel like someone is gouging out your eyeballs. I have lain on my kitchen floor and screamed and screamed and screamed. I am now sitting here recording this. I have lost a lot but gained some beautiful perspective. I have made space in my life for wonderful, kind people and there is light here now. I genuinely thought that I would never get through it. So if you're feeling that now... If you are swaddled in pain and your stomach is on fire and you can barely draw breath, I have been there and it passes. My best friend has told me over and over again, rejection is God's protection. Something far greater, far more joyful is waiting for you. Hold the fuck on. Please, please. I promise you, you will smile again. Really. It'll be all right in the end. And if it's not all right, it's not the end. I'll talk to you next time. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. A new episode coming at you every Tuesday. Send your stories or get in touch at contact at whydoyouthink.com. I'll see you soon. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.